Welcome to the Amateur Church Podcast, where we pursue excellence in ministry with the right motivation for the sake of love. I'm Pastor Matt, and I'm so thankful that you are on this disciple's journey as we've been walking through the book of Proverbs this week. And today, we finish out this week with worship from Proverbs. To help me out with our worship episode every week, I've got my partner in crime, Brother Terrell Boger. Terrell, good to see you today. Good to be seen. <laughs> so, uh, well, we've been walking through Proverbs Uh, Any insights that you've gained from Proverbs this week? Well, I think you mentioned it Wednesday night. Um, I can't remember how many times I've read through Proverbs, but each time I read it, I guess it depends on the situation I'm going through, where I'm at in life. A new one always tends to jump out at me. That's right. That's right. I I, I love the collection of Proverbs because in in certain parts of Proverbs, you've got uh, long stretches of wisdom that kind of had the same theme, but then you get into some of these chapters, 14, 15, 16, and and they're just pithy little (laughs) statements, and then it moves on to another subject. Um, I I enjoyed reading Proverbs this week and, and really examined my own heart how... Uh, how am I applying certain things of wisdom, whether it's right. in finances or work or relationships, uh, even in how we communicate the gospel, you know, using our words. Yes. Proverbs has a lot to say about that. So if I were to ask you, the what are some of the greatest insights or words of wisdom you've ever been given? Um, one of the first things I think about, my mom is a, is a wise woman. And growing up, she... One of the probably the greatest advice she gave me from a worldly perspective was be careful who your friends are and who you choose to be friends. She's and I've given this advice to my son recently, and she said, Make sure that your friends are pushing you closer to God and not pulling you away from him. She said, Surround your people, surround yourself with people that love you enough to tell you the hard things. You may not like it, but they tell it to you because they love you and they see something better than mm. what you're giving out. And that's a good piece of wisdom, especially in the context mm-hmm. of what we've been reading in Proverbs. You know, uh, I, I, I shared earlier this week from Proverbs, you've got Solomon writing mm-hmm. really to his son. Hear yes. my words, hear my instructions, telling his son. And when you look at the story of his son, if this is Rehoboam, mm-hmm. who becomes king, man, Rehoboam messes up. I mean, yeah. blows it because he surrounds himself with people that tell him what he wants to right. hear. Uh, and so I think that's great wisdom there uh, to surround yourself with people that will give you the hard information. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and I think we all could learn, learn a lot from that. Yes. Um, I think one of my, one of my greatest uh, pieces of wisdom given to me was, was kind of along the same lines. Your friends will either make you or break mm-hmm. you. It's if you show me who your friends are today, I'll show you your, the person you'll become 10 years from now. Right. And I just think that's part of what we see in in Proverbs, the the uh, the the discussion of friendships. Um, any any other words of wisdom that kind of hit well, you? Well, of course, I've heard some from my dad. They're not um, maybe shouldn't be shared here. My dad's <laughs> a funny guy. If y'all know him, he's very sarcastic. So a lot of his uh, is that. But I'll also um, one that my grandfather he was a pastor, and everybody knows this piece of advice. But as I've gotten older and in position of ministry. I say this to myself a lot in my head when I'm teaching, discipling, or even singing. And mm. uh, Papa would always say, "Be careful when you point a finger, because you got three coming back at yeah, you." That's exactly and so he right. says, "When you're teaching people, be sure to you examine yourself three times as much." Mm. Oh, that is good yeah. wisdom. Good wisdom. 
uh, you know, I, I think about those wise sayings that many people have. And, mm-hmm. you know, in, uh, in the book of Proverbs, we've got over 900 wise statements. But the truth is mm-hmm. in Proverbs that we, we can take it, we can read it, but if we don't apply it in right. obedience, it's not going to mean anything. Has there been a time in your life where you, you, know, you were faced with a hard truth and you said, okay, here's where I have to apply that, and it, and it made a difference in your life? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, one thing I can think of real quickly is leaving teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd been doing bivocational, tri-vocational ministry, and um, I just remember God telling me, he's like, you need to step away from this. Trust me. Step out in faith. You know, the word is just filled with times where many people in the Bible stepped out in faith, and God had them. And I remember... Um, you know, Jesus says, do not worry about tomorrow. Yeah. And so I remember going into my administrator's office and saying, hmm. I'm resigning. And she asked me, what are you going to be doing? God's telling me that I'm going back into full-time ministry. And she was like, then you do need to leave. Yeah. If that's what God's saying, do that. Yeah. You, you gotta, you gotta be obedient. Right. One, one step at a time. That's, that's exactly right. Well, Part of that obedience is is our treasure and how we, you know, are we going to treasure the Word of God? Or are we going to treasure Jesus Christ right. above all? And uh, again, Proverbs, I believe, though it never mentions Jesus, no. it, it points us to the wisdom that is found in Christ. He is our wisdom, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And you've got a song about Jesus today. Yes. When um, I was kind of going back and forth between a couple of songs, but this one came about because when I read the Proverbs, it was a lot of choose this, not this. Go down this path, not this path. Mm-hmm. Listen to these people, not these people. And it reminded me of this song, I'd Rather Have Jesus by uh, George Beverly Shea. Hmm. And we all know him. He was kind of Billy Graham's right-hand man. He was his his worship leader for a long time. And I love this story. I'd never read it until um, this morning. The way this song came about, George Beverly Shea was just... God doing what God called him to do. He was the musician, the organist at his church. And he sat down to his organ one morning to practice. And his mother had set a poem on the organ stand. And he was reading it. And he said the music just kind of came to him. The melody was really easy to compose. And he went back and sang it for his mom. And it says, I love it where it says, wrapping both arms around him, she placed a wet cheek against his and just brought her to tears. And that morning that he wrote it, he sang it in church for the first time. So I, I love how... You see a lot of these hymn stories of people that were just there doing what God was calling them to do, and these great songs come out of it Mm. just because they were obedient. Well, it's definitely one of my favorite songs. Lead us in that, brother. Yes. I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather be His, have riches untold. Than to be the king of a vast domain Or be held in sin's dread sway I'd rather have Jesus than anything This world affords today I'd rather have Jesus than 
hands of pause. I'd rather be faithful to his dear cause. I'd rather have Jesus than worldwide fame. I'd rather be true to his holy name than to be the king of a vast domain or be held in sin's dread sway. I'd rather have Jesus than anything in his world of What a great song and great yes. reminder, even in our reading through the book of Proverbs, that what we read should always lead us to worship. And what we, uh, in in our search for intellectual knowledge mm-hmm. and wisdom, that it always has to point to Christ. Right. Man, thank you so much yes. for that. Well, as we close out our, uh, our episode today, we want to stop and uh, have a, hey, check this out moment. Uh, what's your resource for the week, brother? Well, since um, I waited... I know Father's Day was last week, but I wanted to wait till this week because we were going through Proverbs. Is a book a friend of mine when I was serving in Florida gave me. It's called Raising a Modern Day Knight by Robert Lewis. And it's a book for fathers that are raising sons and just how to raise them up to be godly men. And even if you don't have sons, if you have daughters, I think it's still a great one because now you can teach your daughters what kind of man they need to be looking for. Mm. And um, you probably feel the same way as a parent just the awesome responsibility we have. And daily, I'm just hoping not to mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. That's my prayer also. Uh, I have read that book and I, I, I like it. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, my Hey, Check This Out resource uh, is actually um, two kind of combined in one. Um, so being at the Southern Baptist Convention last week uh, made me really thankful, of course, for parliamentary procedure and uh, what we... Uh, in, in most organizations, most churches, and most businesses use what we know as Robert's Rules of Order. And, uh, and it can be, uh, man, it can be trippy sometimes. Yeah. It can be, there, there's a lot that you have to know and, and go by. And unless you have somebody that, as a parliamentarian, that knows the rules, you could mm-hmm. really mess up. And, you know, we had Southern Baptist Convention last week. We had business meeting Wednesday night of this week. And so, uh, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, parliamentary procedure. And then I gave an update and others gave an update from the Southern Baptist Convention uh, in our Wednesday night service. And so in thinking about all of that, especially reading through Proverbs, wisdom and doing things yeah. in order, uh, I've got a, uh, it's, it's one of my favorite resources. It's called A Parliamentary Guide for Church Leaders by uh, C. Barry McCarty, who is actually the chief parliamentarian for the Southern Baptist Convention. Uh, so he gave this book out, I, I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, it was 2012 when this book came out, uh, and it was definitely a uh, yeah 2012, uh, definitely a great resource. I encourage all pastors to put their hands on this and read through it. Uh, and then uh, I am uh, part of a parliamentary, uh, or I am a parliamentarian. I got my certification, uh, and I'm studying now to be uh, put into the National Association of Parliamentarians. And there is a whole uh, re- wealth of resources. Um, 
in that as you uh, take the test for that and get nationally recognized. And so you can, if you're listening, you can pray for me on that. It is a year to two year long process to do that. And once you're a part of that, you're recognized and can actually um, uh, be at certain uh, functions and events to help in that procedure. But I do want to read an excerpt from uh, McCarty's book. He says, from a legal standpoint, a church's bylaws or corporate charter are the highest body of rules governing its business. However, the Bible stands above whatever man-made rules a religious assembly may choose to help them conduct their business. Bylaws should be viewed as a written understanding of how a given church will apply the principles of Scripture to the administration of its affairs. I kind of want that to be a reminder that everything we do has to be founded in the Word of God. Not because we worship the Word of God, but because we worship the God of the Word. And so even if you're, you're a stickler for the rules, sometimes the rules have to come in second place. Uh when it comes to matters of how how does scripture weigh in on this. Most of the times rules should apply to the scripture and lift up the scripture. But anytime our man made rules uh are at odds with scripture, we go with scripture. Right. So uh and that's what Proverbs would even tell us. Brother Terrell, any last words? Just um as it says in Proverbs, the Fear of God is the beginning of knowledge. Amen. Amen. And that's that's our memory verse for this week, Proverbs 1, 7. And may we truly fear God as we should. I hope you'll continue to read with us next week, Ecclesiastes and Song of Songs. God bless you. Love you. Stakes in the ground.